are of life. Two things fill the mind with ever new and increasing admiration and awe. The more often and steadily we reflect upon them, the starry heavens above me and the moral law within me. I do not seek or conjecture either of them, as if they were veiled obscurities or extravagances beyond the horizon of my vision. I see them before me and connect them immediately with the consciousness of my existence. But to unite in a permanent religious institution, which is not to be subject to doubt before the public, even in the lifetime of one man, and thereby to make a period of time fruitless in the progress of mankind toward improvement, thus working to the disadvantage of posterity. That is absolutely forbidden. For himself, and only for a short time, a man may postpone enlightenment in what he ought to know, but to renounce it for posterity is to injure and trample on the rights of mankind. But only he who, himself enlightened, is not afraid of shadows. The death of dogma is the birth of morality. Space and time are the framework within which the mind is constrained to construct its experience of reality. New prejudices will serve as well as old ones to harness the great unthinking masses. Have patience a while, slanders are not long-lived. Truth is the child of time, ere long she shall appear to vindicate thee. Genius is the ability to independently arrive at and understand concepts that would normally have to be taught by another person. How then is perfection to be sought? Wherein lies our hope? In education and in nothing else. Thoughts without content are empty. Intuitions without concepts are blind. Act only according to that maxim whereby you can at the same time will that it should become a universal law. Have the courage to use your own intelligence. In all judgments by which we describe anything as beautiful, we allow no one to be of another opinion. There is something splendid about innocence, but what is bad about it, in turn, is that it cannot protect itself very well and is easily seduced.
As nature has uncovered from under this hard shell the seed for which she most tenderly cares, the propensity and vocation to free thinking, this gradually works back upon the character of the people, who thereby gradually become capable of managing freedom. Finally, it affects the principles of government, which finds it to its advantage to treat men, who are now more than machines, in accordance with their dignity. Treat people as an end, and never as a means to an end. Enlightenment is man's emergence from his self-incurred immaturity.